Welcome to Mindset Talks Podcast. It's your girls, Cassie and Amanda, and we are here to share our mindsets, elevate yours, and have some fun while achieving better versions of ourselves. Hey, hey. hey. <laughs> I really Thanks. think we got to get these intros together. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's natural. I like it. I like natural. That is true. Scripted <laughs> is not the way to go, ever. Yeah, no. I mean, our intro to the show is scripted, but that's a different story. <laughs> well, yes, that's true. But, you know. <laughs> you can't script every episode, you know. No, that wouldn't be any fun at all. No. So, like, let's get into this, though, because I feel like today what we're going to be speaking on really has my interest peaked. And, oh, boy, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I feel like things uh, things could get really real and just, you know, our audience is really kind of going to feel a little. I, f- I feel like they're going to feel a little more of what we're feeling. Hmm. If, if that makes sense. It does. It does. It does. <laughs> and it makes me a little nervous because I know you're about to come right at me <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> wow okay so let's just jump on into it so i didn't mean to fuel a fire here <laughs> goodness I'm just trying to be a, a supportive friend <laughs> you always are and it's always appreciated <laughs> all right so let's talk about this because i i just wanna i think this is something good so go all right. So basically what Amanda is alluding to is this lovely conversation that I had with my mom today. Um, she So she has been staying at her girlfriend's house this weekend um, because she's she has cancer. She has bone cancer and it's spread throughout her entire body. And she's just kind of at that state to where she can't really do anything for herself. And so someone kind of needs to be watching her around the clock. and. Um, She's not really comfortable, I guess, yet with, like, calling in hospice and things like that. And so she's having, like, family and friends come and watch her. And so in order to give her family a break, um, my mom is being nice enough to stay with her um, for the weekend, which it's weird how things work out because this time last year, um, my mom was staying at her house when she broke her leg. Um, so she took See, care of I my- thought that was the same friend. It is. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so she watched my mom when she needed it, and now my mom is there watching her. Um, but, you know, obviously it's a little harder because of the experience that we went through watching my dad um, go through, you know, the end stages of life with cancer, and now she's kind of having to do it all over again. Um, and I'm not really sure how, I mean, you have your good days and your bad days because it's obviously not going to be something easy to watch, you know, such a good friend have to go through that especially when you're still like dealing with your traumas from seeing somebody else go through that too right so I know she's struggling with that a lot but for well I was gonna say for like whatever reason but I guess it makes sense it had her start going into this whole like conversation about my dad and everything that he had went through like towards like the end of things and how you know everything kind of like took a turn for the worst um when he needed a, a feeding tube put in place, um, he actually went to the hospital in Boston where I had him um, find like a um, a throat cancer specialist out there. And okay. I, I don't remember exactly. She mentioned it again today, but I kind of like blocked out part of it. 
Um, but something was happening to my dad. He was like throwing up like his medicine and his food or something like that. And so she called the doctor in Boston to kind of like ask him like what to do. And he was like, oh, like get him out here as soon as you can. Like we'll get a bed for him. Um, and, you know, we'll take care of him. And so my mom, instead of going to the local hospital, she drove him all the way to Boston um, because this is, is the most recent doctor that he had been seeing and stuff like that. Um, and I, because of me, really, I'm the one that found, um, I'm the one that found this doctor. And I'm, I feel like I'm kind of like really going into this a little more too in detail than I need to be. Um, <laughs> but Do what you feel is necessary. Yeah. So, but basically he went there to get the feeding tube in and that was an entire nightmare. Um, this is the, the same time I had talked about before where he was awake for the entire procedure. Um, and it was kind of ever since that experience in that moment, everything started to kind of like decline. Um, and she just, she just, just kept talking about it and going into like all of these details about like how he was in pain and suffering and how he had gotten these like bed sores in Boston and all this kind of stuff. And um, just hearing her like talk about everything, I don't know. I don't really know why, I, I guess you can say, but like I kind of just like completely lost it and was like sobbing <laughs> like hysterically while she was just sitting here like rambling for probably about like 10 minutes without me saying a word. <laughs> like My I gosh. wasn't saying anything. I was just listening to her talk, like wishing that she would just shut up and like stop <laughs> talking about it. <laughs> ease my mind mom ease my mind like what like so out of left field like where like i know you're you know probably being reminded of this because like you're with your friend but like i just totally took me for like a loop and i just wasn't ready about it it's something that i've definitely put in the back of my mind it's not something that i actively think about it's not something i want to think about um and just hearing her talk about it and go into detail and stuff just kind of really made me uh, like lose it and after she got it all out of her system and she noticed I wasn't speaking she was like are you okay and I still didn't say anything mm. and she you know obviously she's my mom so she knows me and she knew that like I wasn't okay um, and so she was like just telling me that like it's okay like I have to like just let it out and like it's okay to cry and like all these kinds of things and I'm just kind of still in my head like just trying to like get my get my strength back and just like push all these feelings right back inside the little box that just randomly came out of out of nowhere oh gosh <laughs> like trying to get myself together and it was uh it was definitely a struggle trying to to bottle everything back up inside of there that is a lot especially when you're not expecting that conversation to come your way usually you know you could kind of have a little like lead way that you know you might get a little pulled into those types of conversations but mm -hmm. you know to be pulled in that deep is hard because now you you're kind of reliving what you didn't want to have to live through the first time right never but <laughs> you know me and oh. <laughs> my question for you is uh. I know some time has passed, but why are you not letting yourself be okay with those little jack-in-the-box feelings to come <laughs> out of the box Good rather than it. you prefer to 
shove them in and keep them closed. And that's just my comfort, um, I guess, because I feel more comfortable when I have them just inside of that little box. Um, I don't know. And I just I guess I just feel like actually feeling it and like crying and just looking a hot mess like isn't (laughs) going to really change anything. I don't think it's going to make anything better. And I don't like people to hear or see me cry and be upset. So. I just would kind of like rather not do, especially I, I, I think a part of it too is I always feel like I have to be strong for everybody else, especially for my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I don't know. That's just like my reaction is just to shove it all back inside. <laughs> it's funny you say that because hearing the story about how your mom is telling you it's okay to cry and she's being like the stronger one between the two of you in the moment felt a little backwards yeah it was it was Mm -hmm. different than how I've known or how I've been used to things you know between the two of you because you're right you always are that shield that armor you know the protector of all the mother hen you know like you (laughs) are making sure everyone else is good but I felt like that was a good time to just let yourself go and let yourself be free because even your mom is being strong in the moment and saying, okay, we're switching roles for a minute. Mm-hmm. Let me be the one who is more put together right now and able to speak the truth and speak through the pain. And it's okay for you to be sad. It makes me sad that you don't want to be sad sometimes because <laughs> I get it. Like, I used to be called sensitive when I was younger. Mm. So ever since then, I'd be like, nah, fuck that. Ain't nobody going to see me sad or upset or mad or like, you're not going to get any emotion out of me because I've been sensitive. So I'm not going to let anything hurt my feelings. And even to this day, like, I consider that a flaw because even, you know, you, Nat, people who know me are like, yeah, we don't really get much emotion out of you. I was just going to say, I've known you for how many years? And I think I might have seen you cry once. And I think it was only like one tear just like went down the side of your cheek. And like, (laughs) that was it. (laughs) But this is the stuff that we have to acknowledge and grow through. And, you know, yes, I'm still working on that. Like, you should be working on allowing yourself to be okay for those feelings that come out. You know, I'm sure, you know. I'm not I'm I'm honestly not comfortable with people seeing or hearing me cry or be upset either. But mm-hmm. let me tell you, when <laughs> when I came home and found Chuby no longer living, yeah. I was on the phone sobbing with the nurse at, at the vet. Like mm-hmm. I was like I was hyperventilating. I was trying to pull myself together and never have I ever never have I ever, <laughs> if we didn't hear me Aww. say it the first time, let myself be like that around anyone, even if it was just through the phone. I'm sure my neighbors heard me through the wall in here hollering because oh. I was so upset. Yeah. But you feel like even though that pain is always going to be there to some extent, mm. you you feel better. You feel a release because then you're a little less choked up days later. I guess. I mean, do you feel like part of it was easier for you because it wasn't somebody you really knew? Like if it was me or your cousin or something, do you think you would have had the same like release, I guess? 
No, because I'm pretty sure I was still over here. Like, I'm sure I was still tearing up when my cousins were here. I mm. can't really remember because once they came, it was kind of like, all right, Mission Impossible. Let's get the dog. Let's wrap him up. Let's get him in the car. Like, it was like oh, go time yeah. at that point. Got but it. I also had to wait for them to get here. So <laughs> I, you know, had plenty of time to release and allow myself to feel the way I needed to feel. Mm. But I, if they were to come sooner, I don't think I would have held myself back. Gotcha. I hear you. And it's because of even like after losing my mom, because I feel terrible to say it, but I feel like I didn't even cry that hard when I lost my mom. Yeah. Well, at least I didn't see you really at the funeral. Well, actually, you know what? I did lose it at the funeral because I remember I soaked up my sister's shoulder with my tears. (laughs) (laughs) Now that I think about it, I did cry there, but I was just all up in her shoulder. and She's bigger than me, so y'all probably didn't see me. I was going to say, you probably did it just enough to let it out, and then you got yourself right back together (laughs) as soon as you lift your head up. Well, my family's funny, too. So, you know, we're like my uncles were in there laughing, which is odd at a funeral. But, you know, we different. We different. Yeah. Well, you have to sometimes. Yeah. But I just think that like. Your turn of being so strong all the time, like you need to like pass that shit on for a moment just to allow yourself to feel how you're feeling. Because there's just nothing more refreshing than actually feeling your feelings, even if they're not necessarily positive feelings all the time. Yeah. Because hmm. you you have jack-in-the-box feelings probably because you just suppress it back in. So once that pressure comes, then it just, you know, explodes. You mm-hmm. lose it. Then you're like, oh, shit. They see me in real form. Let me push it back on in. Okay. <laughs> and then we're good. Because I know you said, you know, if you're not thinking about the situation when you're all alone, you're fine. So there's no reason to feel some type of way about it. But those little opportunities of when you're not alone and you're feeling those sad feelings is still a good opportunity to just let those feelings be what they are because it doesn't make you any less stronger. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, I don't think it's a sign of like weakness for me. I just... I don't know. Maybe it's like just being scared or just like uncomfortable. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uncomfortable for sure. Yeah. I bet. Because like obviously I'm not afraid to cry in front of my mom. Like I've done mm-hmm. it a million times before. Right. Um, I'm not afraid to cry in front of other people. I feel like you have probably seen me cry like a million times. <laughs> I cry like all the time. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't cry that much. But... <laughs> but I'm sure you've cried in front of me way more than I've cried in front of you. I get it. Um, yeah. Definitely, yeah. Um, I mean, but even hearing you, you kind of, like, say that to me right now, you probably can't really tell, but, like, I do feel like my eyes are, like, trying to, like, water up a little bit, and I'm just like, yeah. no, no, no. It, I, can, I can hear it. I I know you enough to see, and I can tell. I can tell. Uh, just, I don't, I just, I don't know. I mean, I guess it is. I, I feel like maybe I would have to have someone, like, forced out of me because my boyfriend says it to me all the time. Like, you're going to have to, like, deal with this one day or else it really is just going to, like, blow up in your face. Yeah. Um. But, like, because, like, he knows he can't ask me questions or talk to me about it because, like, I just, uh, I'll get, get all worked up. teary-eyed and stuff like that. And then I'm just like, well, so what do you want for dinner? <laughs> like, <laughs> totally, like change the subject so i feel like right. for me i would need someone to like not literally but like hold me down and like force mm-hmm. me to like go through the motions because when they're talking about it like in my mind i'm like okay just like suck it up 
put it back in there and then like it'll be over soon and then when they're done talking about it like that's just is what it is and then i forget about it and then you know like you were saying when i'm by myself i'm not thinking about it so Mm -hmm. that's not gonna help me either i'm not just gonna sit there and think about it to make myself cry so right (laughs) you know what i mean so i don't have to get i'll have to get you off camera and just (laughs) and try to uh help you rid of those avoidant tendencies so then that way we can uh we can work through and then we can come back and say hey this is what we did and it works well (laughs) i don't know we will see about that one good luck to you um that just had me have like a random thought too and this makes me miss him even more and i'm not talking about my dad but i remember that one time i don't remember really what it was even about but when i cried in your house and chewy (laughs) (laughs) ruined well not really ruined he kind of made it better (laughs) in the entire mood because the minute i went in or you went in to hug me to like console me. <laughs> he lost his fucking mind and started barking and like trying to pull us apart. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't a big fan of um, hugging that didn't include him. <laughs> so I'm like, the one time I did try to let it go, he didn't let me. <laughs> so he was like, oh hell no, Biatch, not in my house. And if you're gonna be hugging anybody, you better be hugging me. No, yeah. I'm just kind of barking out of nowhere. I remember we just like started busting out laughing, and yeah, I'm like, well, "Way to ruin the, the hell moment. out of us!" Because <laughs> no one was expecting that. Oh my gosh! Not at all. That shit was hilarious. I literally had like over the past 24 hours, really been just in a whole mood thinking about Chewy, and like I don't know, I've just been super sad missing my dog, which nothing nothing has happened <laughs> well, to no to trigger me. Rough and rough. (laughs) (laughs) I can't stand you. (laughs) I couldn't help myself. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know what? I honestly think it's crazy because I look at these videos all the time on uh, Facebook and Instagram, like the dog videos, and I try to stop myself. And I think they just, depending on the video, they make the situation worse. And I just caught myself yesterday evening just scrolling through my phone and looking through pictures and just thinking about how like I miss petting him every day and Mm. you know I would always kiss his head because that's one place he couldn't lick (laughs) (laughs) and I always kissed him on the head and told him I loved him and it's been it's been a little harder than I thought even like this week I've just started to adjust to leaving the house and not saying anything Mm. because every time I would leave I would go to Chewy I would kiss him on his head I'd pet him I'd tell him I love him I would say I love you Tutu have a good day be a good boy Mm. and I would leave the house and it had me kind of fucked up last week Mm. and like at the beginning of this week because I'm like I am about to walk out the door and I stop because I feel like I'm forgetting something Right, yeah, you got to find, like, a new ritual or whatever to do. And it really has me messed up because I would even leave the radio on for him before mm. I would leave. So I would make sure, like, curtains are, I mean, my curtains are open anyways because my plants need sunlight. <laughs> but I would turn the radio on for him, you know, obviously make sure his food and water is good, do the routine of petting him, tell him I love him, mm-hmm. all that stuff, give him a little good little treat before I leave just because he's cute. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I get to the door and I... 
like every day I've stopped and just looked in my house and there's not a light on for him. There's no radio on. It's just dead ass quiet. Yeah. Mm. And I leave. Yeah. And it's just like, I feel so empty. Yeah. Like I literally leave and feel empty because I'm like, I have like, I've had a routine and Mm -hmm. like it's gone. Yeah. It's destructed. Yeah, and coming home isn't as bad because usually, like, not usually, but there were times where, you know, Chewie would be at my cousin's house or something. She'd be like, hey, I have Chewie. So I would just, like, if when I come home, it wasn't as tough. It was still suck coming in and, you know, not being greeted and just, or being bombarded in general at the door. It Mm -hmm. just, you know, but leaving every day is just starting to finally get easier it's just so freaking weird so yeah weird, it's definitely you know? different yeah yeah well and this but, is different too because you don't have such a distraction like you did with your mom like how you had to move and like think of all that kind of stuff immediately you know mm-hmm. now you you know you're stable and like where you live and like you have you Mm -hmm. know your stuff your routine and everything and obviously losing a dog is different than a parent right um but you know you don't really have something like that to really distract you so at all yeah like i literally have nothing i'm like all right i mean i probably could vacuum but why there's no extra dog hair that's going to be added to accumulate so Mm, i don't need to rush to vacuum like it's literally just me and i take my shoes off at the door you know so it's just like little things like that like my motivation has been on such a decline Mm -hmm. and i didn't realize that like like i know i would do things because i had a dog Mm -hmm. you know but i didn't really realize how much that really kept me going like you know dogs do keep you active and i'm like I didn't even like <laughs> I haven't even walked through my condo association and I don't know how long because I don't need to. Like right, I don't right. have to walk my dog. Like I forgot what the other side even looks like. <laughs> it's just like, God dog. Like it really it really has had me jacked up. So like the past the past twenty four hours has been a little rough and a little saddening and it just kind of has been sucky because it's like I really miss like as much as I hated him being on the couch, I miss just letting him on the couch anyways and he just cuddle up next to me and I just sit there and pet him and watch my show or play a game on my iPad or something, you know? Yeah. It's just like silly shit, but. Yeah, it's tough. And it doesn't matter if it's a couple of weeks after or years after, you're still going to yeah. have those like random, like sad moments and stuff. You know, right. it's never going to go away. Like time just makes it a little like easier I guess like it's easier to deal with, but it still hurts the same. Yeah. So time really doesn't change too Mm-mm. much. Like you're not just going to say like, okay, after like five years, like I'm going to be good. I'm never going to think about this again. Like, you know, right? yeah. You know, it's just freaking annoying, but I just found it. I just found it interesting how we both kind of had like a sucky day in a sense of like Ugh. remembrance and pain and grief and, yeah. You know, I was totally just, fine before the whole conversation, too. And it, that shit took me out for like four or five hours. <laughs> Girl, you want to talk about being fine? I had ate two damn lobsters yesterday <laughs> and made this delicious garlic butter sauce to go with it. Mm. And I was in here tearing it up. I had put a movie on like I was having the time of my life. I finished eating. 
cleaned up and just sat there and was like, oh, Chewy. And I was like, what is happening right now? Like, it hit me out of nowhere. Yeah, it's crazy how that happens. I mean, mine was prompted a little bit, but. (laughs) Yeah, you were triggered. (laughs) You were triggered. I surely was. It's hard and it's, it's doable to get through, but. Like I was saying before, we just have to let ourselves feel what we're feeling because when we bottle everything in, it doesn't, it just doesn't fare us well. We're not doing ourselves any justice. We're just holding on to shit and allowing ourselves to be easily triggered or to just fall apart in moments when we don't want to. But I think it's just good that at some point, I'm talking to you, (laughs) at some point, well, call me out, why don't you? <laughs> hey, at least I'm self-aware and I'm not hiding the fact that I'm very aware that I bottle things up inside. Step one, and that's awesome, but let's move on to step two. <gasps> oh, I was going to say, don't I get points for that? <laughs> I don't yes, you move did. on already. <laughs> so, oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Step one, check. All right, now step two. Okay. <laughs> Wait, I didn't get a basket in step one yet. <laughs> you didn't get what? I didn't get a basket in step one yet. <laughs> <laughs> Step one is to be short-lived. <laughs> well, folks, <laughs> we'll see how this story continues because no promises. It's going to go fine, but just keep watching us on YouTube. Keep listening to us on your favorite podcast hubs, and you'll know exactly how it goes. We're going to see both of us as works in progress with many different things in our lives because yeah. who living on this earth isn't a work in progress of some sort. Right. I'm not just going to sit here and be like, okay, Amanda, we got to wait to make this podcast until we have all of our shit together. Like, (laughs) (laughs) y'all going to find out the answers with us. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And I think it's helpful, too, because it shows that, like, you know, we're not just sitting here making shit up or, you know, not being real to people like this is our real life. Like These are Mm -hmm. our real emotions that we're going through. And we're oddly enough, well, me, oddly enough, I don't want to speak for you. Um, willing to be open and talk about it. Like, I could have totally just ignored the whole thing that happened right. today. But I was like, you know what? I even told my mom, too. And I was like, thank you, because you just gave me a great episode for our next podcast episode. Well, girl, I'm being open. I mean, I'm allowing myself to be judged by people when I sit here and talk about how much I miss my dog. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't he's, think not, even, judge you, he's not even a person. But I don't, you know, I honestly don't think people are going to judge me either. But, you know just expressing our vulnerabilities is yeah it's a lot very open it is i agree it is but you know the daily struggles that we face and uh you know like you said we're just gonna try to figure it out and we'll we'll get through it eventually and see what happens that's right Um, if you guys haven't seen already that we dropped our brand new episode so make sure you guys go check it out you can find the link both on our facebook and our instagram pages um, and this I'm super excited about. So instead of telling you guys to like go to Spotify or Google or Apple podcasts, you can just simply click the link in our bio and you can find all of our episodes on both YouTube and your favorite podcast listening platform all in one place. So you don't have to go searching and you can decide if you want to listen or watch. Uh, easy access the way I love it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but that is all that I have for today. So thank you guys once again, and we'll talk to you next time. Toodaloo, bugaboos. <laughs>